last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Dr. Alona Duffy is with us for our weekly last word in health. Uh, Alona, yesterday was World Ovarian Cancer Day. How many women in Ireland, does it believe, die of ovarian cancer each year? Well, Matt, it's believed that approximately 300 women die every year of ovarian cancer and that there are 400 um, diagnosed with it. So it's not the most common of the female cancers, but perhaps it's the one that's least talked about and that everybody's aware of breast cancer. We have a national breast screening program and I think it's well highlighted. But perhaps ovarian is one that's less talked about because probably as well it's less common than the, the the breast, which is definitely much higher numbers. But those numbers, if you have 400 diagnoses and 300 deaths, I would suggest that it's a very, very serious and difficult cancer to treat. Part of the difficulty is that it tends to be a cancer that presents late. So we don't have specific symptoms. I think it's much easier with some cancers, such as, let's say, breast cancer, where you might have a breast lump or pain in your breast. So that kind of gives a warning that it's there fairly early on, sometimes for many women. And again, obviously, with the breast screening program, similarly with bowel cancer, people may have symptoms such as weight loss. They may have um, bleeding from the back passage or altered bowel habit. And again, they're all symptoms and signs that are well kind of highlighted and we know yes go and be seen but the problem with ovarian cancer is it tends to have very non-specific symptoms so it can have symptoms that could be blamed on other very benign things such as presenting with abdominal pain presenting with constipation perhaps presenting initially with some urinary frequency and all of these things can be things that can be explained away by other things and not maybe realizing that it is actually a cancer that's underlying it. Okay, if you're going, if a woman is going for regular smear tests, will that uh, dis- disclose any potential ovarian cancer? Well, it won't. And I think that sometimes, again, can create a bit of confusion because often women feel, well, I'm being examined down below. And yes, you know, the doctor or the nurse is looking at the neck of my womb, my cervix, and surely they pick up if there's something else there. But the reality is we won't because we can't because actually the screening, you know, any screening process for ovarian cancer isn't out there because we still don't have a really good screening thing. We know that perhaps pelvic ultrasound and a blood test called CA125 can help. But we know that they're not sensitive and specific enough tests to actually pick up the large numbers we want. So really what we want when we do screening is a test that will pick up early forms of this cancer in the right amount of numbers, but also won't be picking up things that aren't cancer and therefore creating unnecessary worry and unnecessary testing, often invasive testing of people. So that's why we still don't have an ovarian cancer screening program here yet. Although in the UK, there is talk about trying to develop one. Okay, if you don't have a screening program, how do you go about diagnosis? Well, I think the big thing is being aware of the symptoms. So for women out there, understanding that it is something that that can present with vague symptoms. But I think like every symptom, if a symptom isn't improving or if a symptom is continuing on, even though you've been reassured things are normal, you should be checked out and really we should be checking out so for all women we would be saying that if you've ongoing abdominal pain but especially if you're starting to develop new symptoms like bloating of the tummy and perhaps noting that let's say other parts of your body seem to be getting thinner but the tummy seems to be getting bigger that's hugely of concern anything that might be creating pressure in the low abdomen so again that might present a symptom such as constipation low abdominal pain or urinary frequency because the bladder is being pressed on by a tumor or by something in the pelvic area 
it can also present as irregular bleeding. So it's one of the things we would always be testing for in women who are finished their periods and suddenly get what we call a postmenopausal bleed. We'd always be insisting that they have a pelvic ultrasound, not only to check the lining of the womb and outrule endometrial cancer, but also to check their ovaries. And finally, we would often do a blood test called CA125. And I think worth talking about that, Matt, if you don't mind, if I time to talk about you it? You have, go for it. Good. Okay, so CA125 is, is kind of a blood test that's linked to the ovaries, but not just the ovaries. So people often will come to us and say, listen, can I get this blood test done and it'll prove I don't have cancer? And it doesn't. We know that the majority of those who have advanced cancer, so 80% of those with advanced um, ovarian cancer will have a raised CO125. But in the early stages, perhaps only 30 to 40% will have. And again, what are the other causes of raised CO125? It can be things called endometriosis and other inflammatory diseases in the pelvis. So CO125 in its own isn't specific enough and isn't sensitive enough to become a test that will exclude or outrule or include breast or ovarian cancer as a diagnosis. So when we are testing we need to look at a good pelvic ultrasound and the problem is it is vital that you can see both ovaries there's no point in getting a pelvic ultrasound and the report saying ovaries not visible we need to be ensured that we can see those ovaries and that sometimes means that when you go for that test you may be asked is it okay to do an internal ultrasound a transvaginal ultrasound and sometimes women get a bit of a fright and say oh gosh no that sounds uncomfortable i'll skip that but actually it's really important if it's required that you say yes and let that test be done one last thing what about treatment does the treatment very much depend on what stage you catch it? Very much. Outcomes are very much dependent on when you catch it. So obviously, the earlier we catch it, the better. But treatments are improving. Prior to this, we were limited to surgery, chemotherapy and radiotherapy. But we know that some of the new treatments are kind of coming along the way and definitely are going to offer better kind of a bit like other cancers that would have had a poor outcome such as malignant melanoma cancer treatments have developed and are changing all the time with new immunotherapy type drugs available so it's definitely improving but i think the most important thing is being aware and finally finally if you have a family history of this so if you have a first degree relative with ovarian cancer meaning a mom or a sister or maybe a couple of close relatives who've had breast and ovarian and we have to be thinking that you could be at higher risk and therefore from the age of 50 we'd normally recommend and annual screening, which means an ultrasound and a CA125, ideally done through a gynecology clinic to ensure that this has been done properly. Thank you very much, Dr. Lona Duffy, for joining us for The Last Word on Health. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, F-